Hello, my name is Louis Carlish and welcome to the first Pro Football Training Podcast. I'm here joined by the man behind the madness, Mr. Mark Lee. How are you? Very good, thank you, Louis. Thanks for having me this morning. Looking forward to it. No worries, mate. Now, today we've got a very, very important topic. Probably as time's gone on, since older times it's changed a lot, and now we're here to discuss how should you act or what does the best parent act on the sideline watching your children not just playing football but playing all sports I think it's a really interesting one Louis it's for one you've got to remember parents grandparents aunties uncles on the sidelines whoever they're watching they probably love more than anything in the world and they only want what is best for them now to you and I that, that are in this field every single day we're passionate about it we want to make it the best it can be we've studied it we've researched it Research says that the best adults on the sidelines are the ones that simply support, cheer, support both teams, give a thumbs up if their child does happen to look across at them during the game, and simply a positive without shouting decisions, without telling the kids what to do, where to run, how to play the game. I think it's a really interesting topic and one that I'm very passionate about and growing up where I, I grew up back in England where I've said this many many occasions Louis, that I enjoyed my football the most when there wasn't any adults there I used to feel a lot of pressure because when I was a kid there was a lot of shouting from sidelines and it used to get really confusing I can recall lots of stories playing games maybe under 11s and the 12s and the 13s when it gets a little bit more competitive fights used to break out on the sidelines between and the parents. Between the parents. And I remember just standing on the sides with my mates. I remember one game got stopped because of a fight program. And just, you just, you're thinking, what, what on earth is going on? There's no issues with the kids. We just want to play. Yet on the sidelines, this is happening. You read about it all the time. Not just in soccer, it's in all sports. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's been a lot of publicity here in Australia. Recent events have happened where there's been some really horrific cases. And probably the best knowledge I can give to... To, to parents and adults on the sidelines, and you may have heard it before, you would not dream of going into your son or daughter's class during the day and shouting out the answers or questioning the teacher. We've got to remember that coaches in our football landscape here in Australia, 90% of them are all volunteers. They're giving up their time to look after your child. They're not going to get things right all the time. There's some nonsense gets shouted from coaches as well. But it's really important that you're just there to support them. The best thing you can do is sit down with a cup of coffee, talk to the person next to you. Better still go and find a space where there's no adults there and you can simply enjoy watching your child play. Definitely. Now, here's a scenario for you. So it's a grand final. You're watching your child and unfortunately they lose the game. They come off crying. How are you reacting or how do you think a parent could react? Very important that they are pivotal moments of a, of a child's development and how you act can have a massive influence on them. Of course. If you act in a manner which is result-driven, there's going to be some issues. So if I'm watching, my little boy's got a basketball game tomorrow morning, playing in the top four. Mm. I know he's really nervous, I know he wants to win, but honestly, hand on heart, all I want him to do is try his best and he's going to be a winner or a loser tomorrow. But in my mind, if he tries his best and he conducts himself in the right manner and he's respectful towards the umpires and his teammates, then he's won in my eyes. 
I know that sounds quite romantic. No. But if you take yourself out of that winning losing, there's going to be a winner, there's going to be a loser. But they'll all be winners if they try their best and if they conduct themselves in the right manner. If I'm shouting and bawling on the sidelines, then it's going to rub off on him. He's going to see my anxiety and he's going to think the only reason I'm doing that on the sidelines is because I want their team to win the game. Yeah. Sport for kids is far greater than the scoreboard at the end of the game. There's so many life lessons can be learned that's when you play a team sport. That's a beauty of it. So, so getting back to your initial question, comes off in floods of tears, it's going to happen. Kids are really disappointed. Speak about how the, how the, the work ethic, how hard they tried. If anything, flip the situation as quick as you can. Get onto the next exciting part of the day and discuss the result 24 hours later. Life's a lot easier when you sleep on things. 100%. I make so many decisions in the heat of the moment and then the next day I think, oh, why did I say that? Why did...? Once you've slept on things, it becomes a lot easier. And in the grand old scheme of things, the result of your, child, your child's grand final win or loss isn't going to play a huge part in their lives as long as you don't act in a, in a, in a manner that tells your child that the only reason you watch them play a sport is if they win or lose. Mm-hmm, 100%. I've... You know, I'm, I'm, I can say, younger than, <laughs> quite young than you, so I've been in a, I guess, in a generation, or for me, that has just recently come out of that. Now, for example, my dad is a great, great story, because at the start, there was a bit of results driven in there. However, it gets to the point, doesn't it, where sometimes kids actually would rather, they didn't come much. Now, after that, he made, you know, made changes, and it gets to the point where one of my favourite things to do when I play is had my dad come watch. So that's one of the reasons why I play because I love him coming to watch and I love him complimenting afterwards. We get so many, you know, have so many moments where we see a kid crying, we see a kid injured and we see, you know, a parent maybe not reacting the best. My question here is, have you ever maybe said something or reflected on something, maybe when you've been a parent where you thought, oh, I could have handled that situation better? Oh, all the time. But I try and practice what I preach. Mm-hmm. At the minute, my two little boys love watching me going to the games. Yeah. I'm really, really proud that my wife and I, the boys don't really look over when the game's going on. Mm-hmm. They're not looking to please us. They know that we're extremely proud of them. I'll never tell my child what to do on the pitch or on the basketball court. I'm simply there to support them. I love watching them play. I sit down, honestly, and I just enjoy them being fit, healthy, active. And like I said to you, my I've got a new love of basketball because my older boy Daniel plays it. I see it this year, you and the lads on a regular game. I prefer watching basketball to football. And so Daniel's coach, man. Daniel's give this given me a new lease on life into a different sport. Yeah. So my child playing a different sport has allowed me to learn something new purely because of the decision he made. Now I count on numerous occasions where when Dan was young, it was always, is he going to be a footballer? Is he going to play? And honestly, I can't, I couldn't care less what he plays. He chose basketball, he loves basketball at the minute. But I couldn't care less as long as he's got sport in his life. And if you've got sport in your life, there's so many benefits that that can bring to you. And the grand, in the grand scheme of things, Daniel being a basketballer or Josh being a footballer, the percentage is minuscule. Yet the opportunity for me to have play a part in their life and watching them play sports Huge. is massive and that bond's hopefully going to last for a very, very long time. Definitely. Now, you spoke about one of your sons 
changing sport into a sport where you haven't maybe been as involved or you haven't really had much, I guess, coaching or experience with. As a parent, maybe if you're a big AFL family and your kid says, oh, I want to go and try a new sport, should encourage them, shouldn't you? Absolutely. I think physical literacy in kids is very, very important. And I think they should be allowed to explore as many sports as they can. Yeah. We, we speak a lot to parents and if they only choose to play one sport, there's lots of research out there. Yeah. If you only choose to do one sport, say go on to school and only choosing to do science. Yeah. In year 12, hopefully you're going to become a really good scientist. <laughs> but if you haven't done anything else, it's going to be really, really tough yeah. for you in the, when, when you step into the big world. 100%. So try as many different sports as you can and, and, and just find one that you'd hopefully fall in love with or two or three or four. And then there's, you've, always, you've got different friends you can make. There's different places you can go and travel to. That's the beauty of what sport can bring. So don't specialise. And getting back to your question, if you're an AFL person, parent, whatever, I think that's... We, we, culturally, here in Australia, a big bugbear about is the shouts from the sidelines. Yeah. And I think because we're, for, because we're in Australia, you'll hear a lot of big kick, mm-hmm. they'll applaud, like the physical contest. Yes. How often do you see coaches starting the session by launching the ball up in the air? Yeah which is one that I, I, I'm trying to sort of change within coaching, but mm-hmm. I think that's the culture that we come from. Yeah. I think we need to maybe move away from that mm-hmm. with what we're shouting from sidelines. Definitely. We talked about that change. We talked about how, I guess, the older generation, no disrespect, that's just how it was. There does need to be that change. Um, we've also spoke about when the game's finished, what should we be saying to them? Because a lot of the time is, did you score? And although that sounds like, oh, yeah, I really want to know, it's quite dangerous, isn't it? It's quite toxic. So from your experience and what the research shows, can you give us some words for what maybe if you didn't watch, you should ask? Okay, so don't after a game. Don't, don't ask your child if they won. Yeah. Don't ask your child if they scored. Because straight away, you might have missed the game, but that might have been the hardest they've ever worked. Mm-hmm. They might have showed outstanding leadership qualities. They might have been really respectful in a moment to the referee or sportsmanship, something might have happened during the game. You haven't seen that. But if you have missed the one and they've got beat straight away, they feel like they've failed. Mm-hmm. If you ask them if they score and they haven't, straight away it's a little bit of well, I've failed as well. So they're the things I wouldn't I wouldn't say to them. Yeah. Things I would say is tell me a story about the game. Tell me what happened. Tell me a moment where you found it was really tough. And all of a sudden you're starting to shape a conversation which can help you guide them and help them improve. And find a resolution. And find a resolution. But again, this the, the, what you're alluding to, what you want me to tell you is those the six Why the magic six go on the magic bring them six. Out. Well it can be it can be six, it can be, it can be four. Yeah. But the sixth researched, very intelligent guy told me this once, Professor Sandy Gordon who's the head of sports psychology at the University of Western Australia, he said, listen, Mark, tell the boys and girls that you coach, the parents just say, I love to watch you play. Brilliant. So I love watching you play. I enjoy watching you play. Those kind of things. Because again, that's taken away, that's, you're praising effort there. And, And if you can praise effort, then the child knows that the more they put into something, whether that be maths, hockey, footy, whatever they do, the more they put something in there, they're going to get better. So if they can see that you praise their efforts, that's going to give them more fuel 
to want to improve. It's a big thing with our coaching. Like you can never tell a child that they are great at something. No. Because there's no way an eight year old is great at soccer. No. You know, it's got you've got you've got to you've got to encourage work ethic, leadership, good person, good personality, all that kind of stuff. That's what you praise. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember a time when, as parents, we almost felt that we needed to have, you know, we need to push them and we needed to, you know, oh, we need to get them into this team so that they can go far. And I can do my bit as a parent by saying, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that, or put them in a team, maybe without their friends. In fact, would you say that the best thing a parent can do is let the child decide for themselves? What you got to look at is when your child goes into a sporting season, what do you want them to achieve at the end of the season? What are you looking for? Mm. In six and seven, if you're trying to get your team, your child with a certain team or whatever, I think you're thinking about the big picture. What What are you looking for with your kids? Then? Just to honestly, just to enjoy, mm-hmm. to try hard, to to work on all aspects of the game. To to use sports, so it's a place they know they can just go and and be safe, and be happy. And, and for us as parents, Marianne and I, socially it's great for us as well. Mm-hmm. We met we've met new friends. Yeah. We've we've learned a great deal about the boys, about how the, how how they conduct themselves, how they play, how they react when things aren't going so well, and and, and it's it's really pleasing that that I think probably my two little boys are going to grow up and become a lot greater coach than I ever ever was. Because I hear, I hear things that they say. Yeah. So hopefully, if they're involved with sport and want to take them coaching, they'll certainly be a better coach than I. So as a parent, I think if we can tie this up, when we're looking. I mean, I'm not a parent, but when if I was, if I was looking at my kids and saying, whatever sport they're doing, the things that I would like to see them achieve or have played prominent factors in their season, would you say enjoyment primarily, improvement of themselves, and being a really good person? Would you say they're big three? Yeah, yeah. And, and also improving their skills. And improving their skill, of course. Also, I would say, do they want to go back again next year? Perfect. So that's your... That's, there's your key guys I want to go back again next year boom ticks all the boxes it really does and going on those parents that are listening that have aspirations and we all want our child I want my son to play for the Lakers and I want my little boy to play for Barcelona whatever not Newcastle not Newcastle you can still start in Newcastle (laughs) you want you want that with your your kids 100% I understand that but they're only going to get anywhere near that if they have a fun enjoyable time at a very young age and all the kids that we've coached, any ones of them, it's been few and far between that have gone on to become professional footballers. Mm-hmm. They've came from a really, you know, 90% a really good family environment that's been there just letting them letting them go and play, mm-hmm. enjoying the role of being a taxi driver, enjoying the role of watching the games, enjoying the role of, you know, when it's been really tough and the fact I put their arm on the shoulder and reassuring that it's going to be okay. I think that's that can be your, your main goal is it, to try and just be the best parent you can be. Be the best you can be. Listen, Mark, a really important and necessary conversation for us to have. Thank you so much for giving your input and giving your time. Hopefully, for you parents out there, there's a few gems in there. From my personal experiences, my favourite thing about my dad coming is I know after every game, he's going to be there to support me. Hopefully, you guys can do the same too. Mark, you've been outstanding as always. Thank you so, so much. What are those six words? I love to watch you.
Exactly. Thanks. It'll be a great first podcast. Well done, Nick. No worries. See you soon. Thanks, guys. Please listen, share, subscribe, and we will see you very soon. Bye-bye.